Hello and welcome everyone to JHE Ministries Bible Study, where we study God's Word. As always, I'm Jeffrey, ordained minister and chaplain with JHE Ministries, and I'm glad you tuned in today. In our study, we are unpacking the book of Mark, and we've been working our way through chapter 4, so today we would like to finish this chapter. So turn with me to chapter 4, verse 35 of this gospel, and let's get into it. Now we're going to take a look at the triumph over hostile powers, calming the storm and wind and the waves by the servant, Jesus Christ. The calming of the storm on the Lake of Galilee is a classic example of a nature miracle. Now miracles of this kind seem to present the greatest problem to people today. The New Testament, however, makes it clear that Jesus Christ is not only Lord over his church, but he's also the Lord of all creation. Now, the book of Colossians chapter 1, verses 16 and 17 says, For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things, and in him all things consist. It is completely inadequate to explain this miracle of the sovereign Lord by coincidence or to even regulate it to a myth or to imagination. For Jesus is the strong Son of God, so a miracle of this kind is not inconsistent. So join with me as we begin th uh, verse 35, where it says, On the same day when evening had come, he, and this is Jesus speaking, said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him, and a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke and said, awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? So we see at the very start of verse 35 that Mark includes many details in the story. He includes the time of day, the reference to Jesus just as he was, he includes that there were other boats. He includes the position of Jesus in the boat, which was in the stern of the boat, which is the back part of the boat for those that are not familiar with nautical terms. He mentions the cushion. He mentions the sharp rebuke made by the disciples and also their terror and bewilderment. So this account suggests the report of an eyewitness. And we see that evening had come. So Jesus decided to go over to the other side of the lake 
in the boat. Now he had been teaching from, we see from verse 1, and perhaps he wanted to escape the crowd and maybe renew his strength. He did not want to delay his departure by first going on shore. So at evening of the same day, Jesus and his disciples started to cross the Sea of Galilee toward the eastern shore. They had not made any advanced preparations that we read about. There were other little boats that followed. But we suddenly have a violent windstorm that arises. We have huge waves that threaten to swamp the boat. Now the geographic location of the Sea of Galilee does make it particularly susceptible to sudden violent storms. It is situated in a basin that is surrounded by mountains. And though at night and in the early morning, the sea is usually calm. When storms come at those times, they are all the more treacherous. We see that the storm that's mentioned here drove the waves into the boat so that the boat was filling up with water and it was in danger of being swamped. The Sea of Galilee is about 168 or 680 feet below sea level. And as I've mentioned, it's surrounded by these hills or these mountains so that the winds blowing across the land will intensify close to the sea. And this is what causes these violent and unexpected storms. Now, these disciples, they were seasoned fishermen. They spent their lives fishing on this huge lake. They lived on these boats almost. They were on them all the time. But during the squall, they panicked. The disciples panicked because the storm threatened to destroy them all. And Jesus seemed unaware and unconcerned. Now, theirs was a physical storm. But there are storms that come into our lives in other forms. So think about the storms in your life, the situation that caused you great anxiety. Whatever your difficulty, you always have two options. The first one is you can worry and assume that Jesus no longer cares. Or secondly, you can resist fear and put your trust in Christ. When you feel like panicking, confess your need for God. And then trust God to care for you. Now moving along here with verses 38 and to 41 actually, Jesus was tired from a long day's teaching. We know that he was in the stern of the boat. He was asleep on a cushion. Now this cushion was apparently maybe the only one on board, but we see that Jesus used it as a pillow for his head. And this is the only place in the Gospels where Jesus is said to have slept. But he did, of course, get tired, and he needed sleep like any man would. So he must have been very tired to have slept through such a violent storm. The disciples' rebuke at Jesus indicates that they did not know who he really was. Such a rebuke of the Son of God was entirely inappropriate. 
So we see that Jesus was sleeping in the stern of the boat, in the back of the boat there. The frantic disciples awake him up. They rebuke him for his seeming lack of concern for their safety. The Lord arose. He rebukes the wind and the waves. And calm was immediate and complete. That's important to truly understand and know. It was instantaneously calm. It was instantaneously complete. The storm was over with. So then Jesus briefly chided his followers for fearing and not trusting. They were stunned by the miracle. Even though they knew who Jesus was, they were still impressed afresh by the power of the one, Jesus, who could control the elements. Jesus rebukes the wind. He speaks to the waves, and a great calm came. The Sovereign Lord speaks, and His creation immediately responds. But then Jesus rebuked His disciples for their lack of faith. He had expected them by this time to have demonstrated more mature faith in God's saving power. The power that they had seen presently and actively in the person of Jesus. The incident reveals the humanity and the deity of the Lord Jesus. He slept in the stern of the boat. That shows his humanity. He spoke to the sea, and the sea was calm. That's his deity. He demonstrates his power over nature. As previous miracles showed his power over diseases and demons. Now finally, this encourages us to go to Jesus in all the storms of our lives. Knowing that the boat can never sink when Jesus is in it. So we have this feeling of awe that comes over the disciples as a result of Jesus' mighty act. Something about Jesus was revealed to them on this occasion that they had not experienced before. The rhetorical question implied the answer. He is the strong Son of God. So it's not difficult to imagine what effect this story had on the members of the persecuted Roman church that Mark wrote his gospel for. It assured them that the strong Son of God would go with them into the storm of opposition and even trial. The disciples lived with Jesus, but they underestimated him. They did not see that his power applied to their very own situation. Jesus has been with his people for 20 centuries, and yet we, like the disciples, underestimate his power to handle crisis in our lives. The disciples did not yet know enough about Jesus. We cannot make that same excuse. And this story is also told in the book of Matthew, chapter 8, verses 23 to 27. It's also told in the gospel of Luke, chapter 8, verses 22 to 25. And I encourage you to Look at those two accounts in both Matthew and Luke. 
In this account here in Mark, Jesus clearly establishes his authority over all creation. The disciples were frightened in the tossing boat, but Jesus was calmly sleeping. How we would love to know the inner processes and powers by which his word stilled that raging water. What a rebuke to the disciples. Why are you afraid? Where is your faith? Food for thought. Thank you for listening and being a part of this ministry. God bless each and every one of you. And keep living Christian strong.